going gets tough, the tough get going. Now I know I've uh, definitely opened up with that quote before, but man, it's been tough going for us. <laughs> My heavens. Uh, you know, I, I challenge any one of you to go on to the uh, go on to your weather app. And I, I'm not really challenging you to do it. I, I'm just saying if you if you want to kind of know where I'm coming from with this, go on to your weather app and type in Hutchinson, Minnesota in the next couple days here and look at the 10-day forecast. This is about that time of year where we're starting to see 30s and 40s and at night, you know, it gets in the 20s. But my heavens, it just, uh, the brutality of winter seems to be uh, lingering quite a bit longer than we wanted to. Uh, a few days ago, I got into an account and uh, it's a, it's a, it was one of our bigger beer accounts. And uh, it, it was a place where uh, I hadn't been in quite a while. And after we were done exchanging hellos and complimenting each other's totally awesome facial hair the gentleman goes so uh are you done with winter as much as i am he goes this is the worst i've ever seen it and the gentleman you know i mean he wasn't a spring chicken he was 33 years old which to many of you i'm sure that seems young but to me you know i mean that seemed I'm, at 33 years old you know You've paid your dues. You've matured a lot. And uh, you've, you've seen a few seasons, right? He says, this is the worst winter I've ever seen. And to be honest, I think, uh, I, think I would agree with him. I mean, the only reason I'm saying it, though, is because I'm out in it a lot. But, I mean, it's just all the time. It's, it's been uh, darn cold. But you know what? You don't get tough by being a pussy. <laughs> uh, just because we're done with winter doesn't mean we're done doing what we, we need to do and done doing what we need to do to get things done anyway. So, anyway, welcome to the Poultry Homestead Podcast, everybody. I'm sure glad you're here. My microphone's a little different today. It's uh, I'm just talking right into the phone. I'm not actually talking into my headset like I normally do. I just didn't have a good set headset around, and I felt like making a podcast, and didn't really feel like looking for it. I'm just coming off the uh, coming off the sick train here. I was sick for a few days, so climbing out of that, no problems. Uh, still alive, and glad to be kicking. But uh, uh, last time I talked to you guys, it was uh, I was talking about egg candling being near. And last night, my daughter and I uh, let it get dark outside. Then we turned the lights off in that room that the incubator's in. And we lit up the fire on the candler and started candling eggs. Now, I didn't know this, but my daughter is an excellent egg candler. Uh, she's a little bit better at it than I am, I think. And uh, I'm really happy to announce 
that almost all our eggs are fertile and quite possibly all of them are fertile and developing. Um, the, uh, the only, the only kind of bad thing is, is, uh, Savannah, who she really wanted to save, it was an Easter egger, uh, I was fumbling around and I ended up dropping the egg, and yes, it was a developing egg, and yes, I did break it. So, that was the end of Savannah. Lord rest Savannah's soul. Uh, so, in the middle of candling, I broke an egg. And now, I know I'm not the first person on earth to uh, break an egg candling, but uh, I felt like the world's biggest dumbass. Because I was videotaping while it happened, and uh, I did I did make a couple posts on Instagram of our uh, of our egg candling situation, but I didn't uh, I absolutely did not get the dropping the egg part of it on there. We we uh, my my daughter helped me with my Instagram yesterday. She helped me. Uh, do some uh, posting and pick, picking out the music because I had never uh, before uh, done one of these Instagram reels, you know. So, um, you know, we just did that, got that going, and I posted it, and she said, oh, that's awesome. And then she goes, well, let's make another reel with that song on, and I'll dance. And I'm like, okay. So it was that happy song. It's just a darn good groove, and, and if you ever get a chance, you know, YouTube it up. It's it's happy. I forget the artist's name, but it's just a good song. Um, but anyway, she, she was dancing in the living room to that happy song on Instagram. And you go ahead and on my profile if you want and go ahead and look at that. It's just hilarious. She was laughing so hard when she was dancing. And she goes, post it, post it. Like, not embarrassed at all, you know. And that's, it's kind of neat to see a kid who is comfortable in their own skin and not worried about what other people think. And uh, she just had a blast. So she was in her pajamas dancing. So good times. But anyway, beyond that, getting back to our egg candling experience. Um, you know, we cleaned our hands and washed our hands as best we could. Um, it was really exciting, actually, to have all the eggs be fertile that I could see. There's two of them that I couldn't notice. The eggshells were very thick. Um, one thing that uh, God has blessed us with, though, is the California whites that lay a white egg with a thinner shell. And when you candle those babies, I mean, you can tell instantly if there's a chick in there or not. And that was one of the, the pictures that I had on Instagram was one of the white California whites. I think it was Pearl. Because my daughter wrote the chicks' names on them before they ever even hatched. Or before we ever even set the eggs. But, um, yeah, I think it was Pearl. But you could actually see them move in there. The little, I don't know, what do you call it? Embryo? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it was really good times. And um, as we went around and we candled them, there was only two eggs 
that we just quite couldn't tell, but let me tell you, those Easter Eggers, real thick shell, and you would think because of the lighter color that it would be, be an easy candler. Not at all. Um, that was one of the more difficult ones, but we were able to see the blood vessels, and we were able to see the little little guy in there. Um, so a lot of uh, a lot of positivity came out of our candling session last night. If I end up, you know, let's just hope the the ball keeps rolling on the development of these chicks. But I mean, if I uh, if all these chicks hatch. Uh, even though I broke one of them, that will be the biggest hatch I've ever gotten um, out of this incubator. It only holds 22 eggs, chicken eggs, but uh, to get a hatch that would have even 20 of them, I mean, I've been right or just over 50%, right around the 50 or 60% hatch rate. So watching that, <coughs> excuse me. Still a little under the weather, but anyway, uh, watching watching that happen and and watch, watching how the incubator actually um, is is truly developing these eggs, and knowing that in our pen our roost, rooster to hen ratio is really high, um, that's really helping me feel good about having fertile eggs in that incubator, and this barnyard mix will be the first barnyard mix of our own that we have ever hatched um, plenty of different species in there and plenty of different breeding to each other in there so I mean it'll be really really neat to see uh, how that all transpires and what kind of chicks we get you know I'd like to see if there was a couple that had a naked neck in there because there is naked neck genetics definitely within our flock so uh, I think about 50% of these eggs the uh, the grandfather is a naked neck rooster um, I know I'll be getting a quantity of eggs seeing how the California white eggs are in there uh, also these Easter eggers I don't know I mean I get pretty much as many Easter eggs as I do anything so uh, they're, they're a really prolific egg layer, and these barnyard mix, they seem to lay really well. So uh, looking forward to a bunch of good layers, too. And these roosters, I don't know if somebody also, if any of you guys want any roosters, by golly, I'll give you all the roosters you want. <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, if I, if I do get a hatch, you know, I might end up with 10 more roosters to to uh, lay the hatchet to here this year. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, I'm not really in the business of having roosters uh, or any more roosters at this point. But we'll see what they grow up to be. And my wife is a very good selective uh, person of roosters. She uh, she likes to pick out the ones she likes, but if they're mean, she she's not afraid to to send the hitman after him either so we'll see how that goes but yes ladies and gentlemen the, the egg candling man excited happy uh really really productive uh i did it at about eight days roughly and uh eight to ten days they say is the perfect time to candle 
and see which eggs are fertile or not. I'm a little inexperienced at it, but it sure looked to me like every egg but two that I could not candle very well were, uh, were definitely fertile and developing. So that's good news. Anyway, thank you for tuning in today. I sure appreciate it. My heavens. My heavens. I mean, uh, I'm not too jovial and joke aroundy, but uh, man, yeah, just coming out of the out of the sickness here, and it was kind of a rough go. <laughs> it was actually a really rough go. So uh, I'm just glad to be out of it, and glad to be able to milk, and yeah, just uh, breathe a little bit here and uh, repair oneself. So uh, anyway, thank you for tuning in. If you want to connect. Ziggy underscore 519 at yahoo.com or on Instagram. Um, yeah, check out those reels if you got it. Kind of a neat, neat couple of reels. Um, yeah, anyway, have a good one.